And now it's time for Banksy's captains. It's not Bernie or Bordy, so please don't at them. It's Banksy's choice, so he's in trouble. If he's number one choice, doesn't double, double. G'day, it's Benny here from the Basketball Blokes, and we have made it. Finally, the last podcast of the preseason, the all-important Banksy's captains, and something that for our Patreon supporters will be exclusive from round three onwards. Now, we have uh, obviously lost uh, Barry Brown Jr. to the league, but... uh, Maybe you're about to listen to Barry White. Banksy, how's that voice holding on, mate? It's holding up. We're going to just get through, I think, Benny. (laughs) (laughs) So we have just powered on. We will also have uh, uh, an interview in the feed with Mick Randall. We'll be discussing a couple of the teams that are on the doubles tonight. And they, of course, are Adelaide, Melbourne, Perth and South East Melbourne, Phoenix. I'm really looking forward to seeing... How many of those Adelaide players are potentially in your top? How many are we going tonight, Banksy? We're going to do a top four. Okay. And um, look, it's it's exciting times. We're obviously entering the first round of a new season, but it's also Absolutely. first round in the history of NBL Supercoach. So it was interesting preparing these captains with a scoring system we're yet to experience as well. Yep. And I well, I can see you've done a bit of work in, in these as well, gone back, done some score conversions and all sorts of stuff, but... I will vouch for you here, mate. You have been a very successful captain selector. Banksy, if you don't know, last couple of seasons, we're looking like a, you know, has been leading the former NBL fantasy competition, top finish of eighth in the world or something along those lines, and was uh, right in the mix until he got rid of Junior Middle last year. His good luck charm. Oh, but lucky charm. Banksy, let's just do some basics first. Why is captaincy so important? Well, if you're new to the podcast and the game in general, um, we may have new players and we've got a new scoring system, but something that never wavers is that you're going to get double points for your captain from round to round. And what's important with captains is the schedule when selecting your captain for the for the double points. Beautiful. Well, I think we need to discuss uh, the schedule. I mentioned the teams before. You can find the schedule on basketballblokes.com, but are you picking out any Adelaide players? I think we're safe to put a line through the Adelaide players. That is the first thing I did from these four teams on the double, being Adelaide, Melbourne, Perth, and the Sam Phoenix. Now, Adelaide, they only had one player in the top 20 by Supercoach average across the blitz. That was big Isaac Humphreys. Um, He was a 20th averaging player, averaging 23 Supercoach points per game. Um, And Benny, as patrons who received the preseason stats pack would be able to tell you, Adelaide had just the one player in the top, 50 players by points per minute scored across the blitz, if you can believe that. I can believe it. I saw it and I believed it. <laughs> that was Jason Kadee. He was 17th running at 1.18 points per minute. So there's not a lot of appeal from a captaincy standpoint at Adelaide. Uh, yeah, it would be a bold move. So I guess that leaves Perth and the two Melbourne-based teams that we're going to be picking from today. So I am going to go with the top four to kick us off for NBL 24. And at number four, I'm locking in Luke Travers as an option. Oh, your fantasy MVP and boy, he's interesting. He is. There might be a little bit of bias. But look, the big move, obviously, from Perth to the arch rival Melbourne United, he would have averaged a little under 24 supercoach points per game last season. A little underwhelming, but I think we're going to see a lot more than that in NBL 24. Now, he's very, very highly owned. 44% owned and for good reason. Um, A game high 40 super coach points in the final Melbourne uh, game of the Blitz. He had 21 points, seven boards, four assists 
and four steals. Um, that was a full-strength Melbourne United squad apart from JLA, who we know is missing until some point in November. Um, and I think it was the Travis line that I think we're going to become more accustomed to this season. He only averaged less than 10 actual points a game for Perth, sitting behind Cotton. Yes, plenty. Uh, I wonder if we'll see Bryce later, perhaps. <laughs> we may well. But um, look, I think Travis, he reminded us of some of his passive play with the Wildcats in previous seasons in his prior two NBL Blitz games, but it was that final Blitz performance against the Kings. It was more in line, I think, with the preseason games prior to the Blitz, where he was the number one averaging player with 45 super coach points across the two preseason games. And I think that really showcased his ability to double-double. He had a 16 and 12 game there. Um, and he had a couple of games with a mega six blocks as well. And we know how important they're going to be. Um, with three super coach points per block this season. Yeah, you've talked about how we athletic he looks. You've seen him in person as well. And yeah, for me, if I do end up going like the fade, cotton and creek option with my lineup, I feel like Travers will probably be my like the balance of ceiling and safety uh, is just right with Luke. So that's probably where I'd be looking there personally. Last season we had round one, Captain Cooks, something similar this season potentially we do and you may be questioning that double fade as we move through our captains from here now this view on the discord chat would be disappointed if we didn't have this guy in our top four and tyler cook will be our number three the man hopped off the plane headed straight to training and basically within a week um, of entering the country you won the the ray borner trophy uh, more importantly, finished with the second highest super coach average across the Blitz. He was running at 36.33 points per game. Um, that him, had him finishing eighth best across the Blitz from a points per game perspective. And um, look, we may have only seen three games from him at this point, um, being the source fill-in, but we can clearly see he's got a fantasy-friendly game. Um, and I just think he makes for a great, unique option. He's only 16% owned, which I'm surprised by, to be honest, following that Blitz performance. Um, and I guess if there is a slight flag on this one, it, it has to be that we only saw half a game where him and Creek played alongside each other. That is correct. So, um, definitely, so we haven't seen a lot of them on the court together, have we? No, we haven't. Um, so, look, we're going to discuss Mitch Creek uh, very shortly, I suspect, but uh, look, just the eye test on its own with regards to Cook, was enough to convince me to put him in my side. Um, but I think, look, I mean, he's a lock for me, more so than even Travers. But if I did fade the top two, I would probably still go Travers over Cook just because of that big unknown where I feel a little bit safer uh, with LT personally. But uh, we've got the big two now. And if you haven't listened yet, we had a, a fantastic chat with Liam Santa Maria last night. So hit that podcast up if you hadn't. And he was very high on Tyler Cook while he's in this SEM squad as well. And speaking of Mitchell, um, number two, I have locked in Mitch Creek. Now, I've done some translating with my top two when picking which one was going to be my number one. Translating last season's stats, Mitch Creek, he held the third highest super coach score by average. Um, second best if we put a line through Justin Robinson because he only played the one game. So let's say he did have the second highest fantasy score. That's why he's the second most expensive. Across the season, that's it. 36.11, um, that would have been up from his 32 average the season prior. Um, Sem, they've got the two big games in round one in Melbourne against United and Perth. So important. They're basically two home games, both being in Melbourne. 
yeah, difficult opposition, I'd say. Uh, but yes, we are one of the things that we are going to feature in our advanced stat pack this season is, in fact, home and away averages uh, by for each player as well. So uh, if that's something that interests you, well, after probably say round three, when we get a decent little trend. Uh, we'll be able to give you that information as well. Beautiful. And um, look, you, you mentioned they're two difficult games, and I think Mitch Creek is a big game player. Um, he comes to play against these teams. Crunching the stats in the Supercoach format, he would have run with scores of 33, 32, 31, and 46 against United in those matchups last season. Crunching the same numbers in his Perth matchups, he would have gone 29, 48, and 43. So that gives him an average of 37. across all his games he played last season. Excellent. In the Supercoach point format, which is a little bit above his season average from last season. I'm I'm liking Mm. those numbers. Thank you for converting them. Now, we didn't see much of him across the Blitz in the preseason, but we know Mitch is a warrior. Um, The one full preseason game he played, I attended in person. Um, That was against United. He scored 44 Supercoach points. He was obviously the focal point on the offensive end. But he actually, believe it or not, makes for a little bit of a point of difference. Um, He is only 29% owned, um, potentially looking at ownership of the likes of Cotton and and Travers that are in the high 40% range. He's actually going to come in a little bit of a unique. But we've got to mention, I think there is a slight flag again. We didn't see a lot of Sam playing together at full strength. And, you know, what I mean by that is Creek. Cook, Cummings, Gary Brown, they're, they're four guys that want to get their buckets. They're four guys that want to get their their shots in. So there's a bit to share around there. Absolutely. And I did a little bit of Instagram lurking today of Southeast Melbourne practice and uh, no on-court footage of Creaky and he was there in his casuals. Um, so I suspect he didn't train today. So who knows where that leads to. Hopefully it's the, um, the Dane Swan effect again. But... <laughs> What is important is if you want the complete update on Mitch Creek, which hopefully we're going to find out shortly, we're actually going to do a little podcast after this with Mick Randall of Harold Sun Sport and Code Sport, who hopefully may have some insight as um, Creek didn't train today. And the number one option for round one, consider this as whether or not you should bring this player into your team and let alone if you should captain him. Now, this might sound really silly. I actually, over the past week or two, have really played with the idea of fading this guy, and it's going to be no surprises who it is, let's be honest. Yep, bold move, Con. But after I crunch the numbers and I put my fantasy notes down for my captains, there's no way I'm not that I'm going to be lining up round one without this guy on my team, let alone not having the captaincy on him. So, Bryce... Convince us. Cotton. Now, I think firstly, I mean, if you're paying up 466k, we know he's the most expensive player in the game and we know how much it curbs your structure of your team and what's achievable thereafter. But 45% of people are rolling with him um, and handing him the double points. And I firstly think that... um, I don't think you need to take any risks in round one. You don't want to start behind the ball, particularly if Bryce comes out and puts up a massive captaincy score. But um, if we play it safe, entering this new scoring format, it's new for all of us. We translate last season's stats. Bryce would have led the league in super coach scoring by average, as we know, running at 40.19 points per game. The same the year before. Um, he led, again, the league better than any other player out there, super coach point-wise, 36.86. And he even led the blitz 
Preseason or not, Bryce is the number one super coach scoring player. He averaged 37 points per game across the blitz. And we know he loves to start the season with a bang as well. He does. And if you're concerned about starting some of these high-priced players, which typically I am in other fantasy formats, they're not going to reduce in price at all in round one. So it's a free hit in my book. Very good point. Now, let's look at the numbers. Round one last season, Perth played at Brisbane at RAC Arena and Bryce would have scored in that first game 56 super coach points. Solid. That was a historical one of about 90 fantasy, just quietly, mind you. But uh, he was on a single in round one this last season. And those Perth fans that had started him, because let's be honest, it's always uh, he's always the most owned player because of the Red Army. Um Yes, 56 is still pretty nice. And I mean, we've got to remember, you know, an import's price at just over 20, like that is more than a lot of these guys on a double are going to score for the round in total. And I just think like I'm going to be absolutely kicking myself after all this research we've done, how pumped we get up for the fantasy season. Um, and to sit there if Bryce does that again in the first game of the round and not having him in my team, not have 102 of those points once it's doubled, I'm going to be pretty disappointed. So that's why I think it's a safe play. He also plays the JJs at home. Um, that will be the first up game. Crunch the numbers into our super coach format. He would have gone last season 24, 46, and 30 in their matchups last season. Obviously, one of those is bigger than the other two, but the 46, that was the home matchup. And he loves a home game, doesn't he? Uh, he loves them all, but in particular, he, I think he performs well at home, that is for sure. Now, if that's not impressive enough, it's the second matchup that I really, really like. So yes, he'll so I don't want to hear about it as a Phoenix Play fan, your Phoenix, Benny. Um, last season would have been 46, 48, and 38 on them. Now, across those matchups for those two round one uh, opponents, that would have given him an average of 38.67. Um, and only one player would have averaged that or more last season. I wonder who that is. Bryce Cotton. <laughs> and that doesn't probably count the matchup in the play-in tournament where he single-handedly got Perth across the line against the Phoenix in that fourth quarter. He can just explode. As we all know, there is a little bit of a flag from the knee bump, I guess, which we'll keep an eye out for. But uh, look, I've got Bryce. If I've got Bryce, I'm not going to not have him captain. So, what are your final statements on this one, Banksy? Well, in reference to that, yes, it was a slight flag throughout the week, but um, if we can take Rilly's word for it, he was quoted in the Western Australian as saying it was all precautionary and he's absolutely ready to go for round one. So, I do not want to be stressing in this first round of the season. I want to be worrying about locking in my team, not having to worry about my double points. So, lock him in, Perth Wildcats, B Cotton, three votes. Excellent, Banksy, and uh, there you go. That is Banksy's captain for round one of the season. Look, we've got to thank Boydie for all his hard work. He's not here with us tonight. Fantastic interview with Liam, as you mentioned earlier, but it's just been um, – we didn't say no to anything. We really wanted this opportunity from the very start, and we've been uh, really lucky to be picked up as the official podcast. We're going to have our normal Wednesday night podcast for those that have been listening to us for years. We'll also be putting together a bit of a buy, hold, sell article that will feature nationally and uh, a little bit of a video piece as well around that. Our so, mugs will be out there. Uh, let's, I'm putting up you two <laughs> for, for the modelling. but uh, Very good. I'll, I'll, I'll write some words down for you. But look, 
Uh, we've got Cheat Sheet coming out, if probably potentially when you're listening to this, to be honest. So um, that is still something you can look at. Leagues are all said and done, but uh, Banks' is captain that you've just listened to will also be exclusive from round three onwards. So if you get off to a good start, uh, consider jumping on board. Even in round three, it'd be well worth your while. That's it. Bryce Cotton, let's go. G'day there. It's Zach, also known as the Fez, coach of the Fez Monkeys. i got to say, the best part of being a Patreon supporter is the ever-so-helpful Basketball Blokes community. Whether it be team advice, injury news, or Boydie's gifts, the Discord chat has it covered. Also, quite handy for those pesky last-minute play withdrawals. Hey guys, Denim Melrose here, coach of OK Then. And my favourite part about being a Patreon with the basketball blokes is all the data and stats they send through. It's worth far more than they charge, and it couldn't be more handy. Hi everybody, my name's Ruby, and I'm the coach of the McValentines. My favourite thing about being a Patreon supporter is the pre-season cheat sheet and knowing that I'm going to get my team off to the best start and the Discord chat uh, where everyone helps me see sense after I get a little trade wild. Hey, I'm Watto and I'm the coach of the Coogee Hornets. If you want to get all the stats, have some great banner with all those like-minded fantasy individuals, make sure you get on board with the basketball blokes and become a Patreon. 